come here today and people are watching online. So we're going to lift up our voice this morning and say, we prayed already for all the people that are going to sit on different pews here today. We're going to lift up our voice and say, Lord, even as grace is going to flow from this temple this morning, Lord, we bless you. We thank you because your grace will go out. Your power will go out. It will bring healing. And Lord, oh God, you will give us a teachable mind and a teachable spirit. Let's open up our mouths and pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, we just thank you for this morning. We exalt you, King of glory. We sing aloud of your strength and we make a joyful noise unto you, O God. And we say, Father, thank you this morning, King of glory, for that which you're about to do. King of glory, God of grace, Lord, we thank you for the pouring spirit that will come here, that will be listening, O God, to you, O God, Father, to the the message that you have for us this morning. We exalt your name and we praise you. We thank you, King of glory, God of grace, because they will be comforted. We bless your name, King of glory, God of grace, for the kingdom of heaven, O God. The Bible says, if Lord God Almighty, Lord, if the finger of God will cast out demons, then the the kingdom of God is with you. And so, King of glory, this morning, Lord, we declare your kingdom, O God, even into every house and every home, even unto every worshiper here, King of glory. Father, Lord God Almighty, we invoke your power and your might and your spirit, O God, even into, Lord God Almighty, the poor in spirit, even unto them that are mourn, O God. Father, King of glory, God of grace, we declare comfort unto them in the name of Jesus. Even unto the meek, O King of glory, God of grace, we ask, O God, Father, that you increase them, O Lord God Almighty, in that which you are going to do in their midst, O Lord. Father, we bless and thank you this morning. We exalt your name and worship you. We thank you for your goodness, for your wonderful works, and all, O God, that you have in store for your people of God here this morning, because we have prayed in Jesus' name. Amen. In Jesus' name. Still in that line, I'm reading from Psalm 95, verse 7. It says, For he is our God, we are the people of his pastures, the flock under his care. Today only would you hear his voice. Do not harden your heart as you did at Meribah. I want us to pray this morning, even as we are the sheep of his pastures, that Lord, as you're pouring out your grace, As you're pouring out your mercy, as the word is going forth, give me a heart of flesh. Take away the heart of stone. Take away any obstacle that will hinder me from receiving from the throne of grace this morning. Let us pray. Our Father and our God, we thank you. Thank you, Lord, for the privilege of being named and called into your wonderful kingdom. Thank you, Lord, for the, for the grace to come and sit at your feet this morning. Thank you, Lord, for the word that is coming to me this morning. Thank you for your grace that you are pouring out upon us this morning. Thank you for your mercy. The Bible says you sent forth your word and you healed us. Father God, your word is life unto my mortal being. So, Lord, as we come before you this morning... Give me a heart of obedience. Give me a listening ear. Take away the heart of stone. Give me a heart of flesh that I will receive your word. Let your word bring direction. Let your word bring healing to my mortal body. Let your word open my eyes of understanding. Give me insight this morning as I come before the throne of grace. Thank you, Father, for your word. Thank you for your word that will minister life to us this morning in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord, I will be like your servant Mary that will sit at and receive a touch from you this 
Thank you because your hand will come upon me. Thank you, Lord, for the outpouring of your spirit. God of heaven, we bless you. Thank you, Jesus, for the wonders that you're going to do in our lives this morning in the name of Jesus. We bless your name. In Jesus' name we pray. Praise the Lord. Let's quickly look at uh, Revelation chapter 1, verse 3. It reads, Blessed is blessed is he who reads and those who hear the words of this prophecy and keep those things which are written in it, for the time is near. Uh, there are three, key primary, three primary things in this verse. It says, Blessed is he that reads, hears, and keeps. We want to pray that this morning, as the man of God we come to speak, we want to pray that God will circumcise our hearts, our ears, that we read, we hear, we read along with apostles, we hear, and then God will grant us the grace to be the doer. Let's begin to pray. Almighty and everlasting Father, we thank you, Lord God Almighty, because the Bible says, Blessed is he that reads, and those who hear the words of this prophecy. The Bible is the prophetic word, O God Almighty. Even as your prophetic word will come unto us, O God, we will read like along with your servant, O God Almighty, and we know we will be blessed. As you are pronouncing that blessed is he that reads, O God. Almighty and everlasting Father, as your servant, O God Almighty, even we speak, O God Almighty, we ask, O God, that you will engrace us, O God Almighty, that we be doers of your word, circumcise our hearts, O God, that your word will have a place in our hearts, that we will not go back empty-handed from your presence, O God. Father, circumcise our hearts, O God. Oh, from our ears, O God, circumcise our ears, circumcise our hearts, that that which we hear the prophecy of this, of this book, O God, the Bible that we hear today, O God, we do us good, we enrich us, we empower us, O God. Lord Almighty, the prophecy of this word, O God, that we hear, O God, Father, Lord Almighty, we revive our soul in the name of Jesus, that our lives will not remain the same, and as we go out there, O Lord, Father, we'll be filled with your power, filled with your grace, O God Almighty, so be doer of your word, O God, because you say it is only the doer that is blessed, O God. Father, we want to be blessed. As we read, you bless us with your word. As we hear, you will bless us with your word. And Lord Almighty, we pray, circumcise our ears, O God. Circumcise our hearts, O God, that our lives will not remain the same, O God, in this service of today, O God. That today's service, O God Almighty, let power be released, O God. Let grace be released, O God. Almighty and everlasting power, that Lord Almighty, as it was seen, O God, by the, by the, by we at Antioch, that these people are called Christians, and we are called by your name, that our life will reflect your name, that we are being called. Our life will reflect your name, that we are being called. You will wash us with the water of your word, O God, and every prophecy of this word, O God, that will be read this morning, Lord, will not fall down on the ground, but prepare our hearts, prepare our hearts, that we fall on a good ground of our hearts, and it will germinate, it will bring forth fruits, it will bring forth fruit into a mighty tree, O God Almighty, in this land of the living, in the name of Jesus, Almighty and everlasting Father, have your way, O God, have your way, O God, let your name alone be glorified, you alone be glorified, you alone be glorified, your word, O God, you say it will not come back unto you empty, O God, even as your word will be spoken from this pulpit, O God, Lord God 
Almighty, prepare our hearts, O oh God. We come unto you, everyone that we enter into this place. We pray, Lord, prepare every heart. Prepare every heart. Prepare every heart. Give us a heart of flesh, O oh God Almighty, that the seed of your word that will flow, O oh God, from this altar, Lord Almighty, will germinate in our lives into a mighty tree, into a mighty tree, into a mighty tree, that people will come, O oh God Almighty, and, above, and, and, and hide under, O oh God, in the name of Jesus. You are the Almighty. We call on you, O oh God, that you will not bypass us, O oh God, as your word will come, O oh God, that we will not go back empty-handed in your presence and from your presence in the name of Jesus. And those who will see us after here, O oh God, they will see us that we are blessed by you. We will, they will see us they are blessed by you. We will see us that we are blessed by you. And they will see us that we are blessed by you in the name of Jesus. Have your way, O oh Lord. Have your way, O oh Lord. Have your way, O oh Lord. And let your name alone be glorified. Be thou exalted, O oh God, in this service of today. Be glorified, O oh God, in this service of today. Almighty and everlasting Father, we live before you, everyone you have ordained unto this place, O oh God, that the word of the prophecy of this book, O oh God, will not bypass anyone, O oh God. The word of the prophecy of this book, O oh God, will be fulfilled in every life, O oh God. Day by day, month by month, year by year, O oh God. The prophecy of this word, of this book, O oh God. Almighty and everlasting Father, we pray, O oh God, that it will do us good, O oh God. It will do us good, O oh God. It will not harm us, O oh God. It will do us good, O oh God. It will do us good, O oh God. In the name of Jesus. Have your way, O oh God. Let your name alone be glorified. You are the King of kings and the Lord of God. You are the all. Have your way, O oh God. Have your way, O oh God. Blessed be thy name, O oh Lord. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Praise the Lord this morning. Hallelujah. What a glorious day. A day of praise. A day of thanksgiving. Let's open the service as we read the book of Psalm 24. With an uplifted hand, please. The earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. The world and all that dwelleth therein. For he has founded it upon the seas and established it upon the waters. Who shall ascend the hill of the Lord? Or who shall stand in his holy place? He that has clean hands and a pure heart. Who does not lift up his heart towards his falls, nor swear deceitfully. He shall receive blessings from God and vindication from God his Savior. Such is the generation of those who seek him, who seek your face, O God of Jacob, Selah. Lift up your heads, O ye gates, and be lifted up, you ancient doors, that the King of glory may come in. Who is this King of glory? The Lord strong and mighty, the Lord mighty in battle. Lift up your heads, O ye gates, and be lifted up, you ancient doors, that the King of glory may come in. Who is this King of glory? The Lord Almighty. He is the King of glory. Amen. Psalm 145. I will exalt you, my King, who praise your name forever and ever. Every day I will praise you and extol your name forever and ever. For great is the Lord, and most worthy of praise. His greatness no one can fathom. One generation will commend your works to another. They will tell of your mighty acts. They will speak of the glorious splendor of your majesty. 
and I will meditate on your wonderful works. They will tell of the power of your awesome works, and I will proclaim your great deeds. They will celebrate your abundant goodness and joyfully sing of your righteousness. The Lord is gracious and compassionate, slow to anger and rich in love. The Lord is good to all. He has compassion on all he has made. All you have made will praise you, O Lord. Your saints will extol you. They will tell of the glory of your kingdom and speak of your might, so that all men may know of your mighty acts and the glorious splendor of your kingdom. Your kingdom is an everlasting kingdom, and your dominion endures through all generations. The Lord is faithful to all his promises and loving towards all he has made. The Lord upholds all those who fall and lifts up all who are bowed down. The eyes of all look to you and you give them their food at the proper time. You open your hand and satisfy the desires of every living thing. The Lord is righteous in all his ways and loving towards all he has made. The Lord is near to all who call on him, to all who call on him in truth. He fulfills the desires of those who fear him. He hears their cry and saves them. The Lord watches over all who love him, but all the wicked he will destroy. My mouth will speak in praise of the Lord. Let every creature praise his holy name forever and ever. Amen.
Bravo do seke male broda boe. Thank God for his wonders. Thank God for his wondrous hand. For his finger upon your life. For the manifestation of his will and goodness. No, we exalt you. No, we exalt you. Rata malabara kore bale dosika barata yededa. Thank God for your life. Thank God for your life. Thank God for your life. What God has done for you. Rema maya kamalo dosika bamoro day. We exalt you, O God. Our King, we bless you. We give you the praise and honor and glory. Thank God for your life. I love that song. We give you glory, Lord, as we honor you. We give you glory, Lord. together for the king of heaven that lives forever and ever. Hallelujah. Blessed be your name. Thank you, Lord. Turn to some beside you and welcome them in the name of the Lord. 
What a glorious moment we are living in in Christ's faith tabernacle. Please be seated in the heavenly places. Put your hands together for the choir. What a great time. A great season. A great day. My heart swell with joy. My heart swell with joy for you. I'm so glad and I'm so grateful to God for each one of you. I was saying this in New Cross a few minutes ago. I'm so grateful to God for all of you, especially you youths. Hallelujah forevermore. Those of you who are children, maybe you are younger, like Brother Emmanuel. How old are you, Brother Emmanuel? Eh? How old? Sixteen. Good. So you are one of my soldiers then. Ah, sixteen. Wow. Wow. I saw them to grow. Just like you. All your seniors. I attended two functions this week. Interesting. One of them was... Uh, one of my son and sons and daughter, brother Dean and sister Miriam, they had celebration of their wedding. And when I was there, I was looking at the whole troop of youths that came. And I looked at the youths of Christ Peter Banaku, and you can tell by their appearance that these ones belong to CFT. And I looked at the rest of them and compassion came on my heart for those ones who do not know the God of Israel. But my soul rejoiced for the ones that I brought up in this house. You know, I told you something. God raised this church to rule in this country. I've said this to you over the 30 years plus now. And I told you I made a vow to the Lord. I will raise five generations before my death. I have. I have. And now I want to progress to six and seven generations. So that I begin to prepare them ahead. But I looked also at your achievements. And yesterday I was with Dickness um, Adashonla in her 50th birthday. And I began to look at all of you, both young and old in CFT. It gladdens my heart that as God had told me, this church will rule in this nation. Listen to me. Two things happened too while I was with them. Before I went to, the, to uh, Brother Dean's and uh, the, his bride. I, was, I, I missed one of my granddaughters in this church. And I told the parents a few weeks ago that I want to talk to her. I just missed her. She was born in my hand. I named her. And she was the one that when she was young, uh, growing up, you know, the parents told her that granddad is dead. And she cried and cried. She would not stop crying. So they came to church and the, she found me on the pulpit. She said, but mom, why did you lie to me? Granddad is not dead. Look at him. Look at him. And the mom said, yes, you have two granddads. One is your father's dad. 
But this one is the dad of your father and your mother. He said, ooh. So the one who died is your father's dad. Ah. She is in her early 20s now. And so I missed her. And I told the, the, the mom, I want to speak with her. And she called me. You know why I'm telling you this? When she called me, I said, hey, grand, granddaughter, what are you doing now? You know, if I meet any one of you, what I ask you is your academics or your career. You know that? Yeah, you know it. Your spiritual is principal. But I want, I'm interested not only in your spiritual prosperity. I'm interested in your earthly prosperity. Because the Bible says in the book of Second Peter 1, 3. God's divine power has given us everything we need for life and for godliness. And in the book of Deuteronomy 28, let's look at it. I want to read verse 12 and verse 13 together. We'll read it in unison. Shall we? Deuteronomy. Shall we? Deuteronomy 28. No panic. Just be calm. Shall we read it together? The Lord will. I want to read it with boldness. Shall we? The Lord. Yes. Mm-hmm. CFT is now in the place where we are learning to nations. It's not talking about just money. It's talking about brains. We will lend brains out of this house to our government who will resolve issues in this land and to Europe and to the ends of the earth. That's what God is saying. Treasures from here. And of course, a time is coming that they say there is disaster in a country. CFT, we have disaster. The crisis section, who can go there, take care of the issue because we are rich. The world will not be rotting in banks when people are starving in your community. And look at what it says after. You will lend to many nations and borrow from none. I, I'm, I'm going to see. I have an agenda for five years within which anybody who follow what I teach in this house, you'll be without debt. If you do what I say. That's the path of godliness. You have been following it and you can see what you have attained. Within five years, it will be complete for many of you. Look at what it says in the next verse. And I want you not to forget this 13. Shall we? The Lord will make you what? Read it again. The Lord will make... Read it for me again. I cannot hear you. As you open your mouth to speak it from your heart, it is yours. Read it again. The power of life and death is in the tongue. Say it again. The next line says, Yes, read it further. So, I will always be. Say it, let me hear you. 
So whatever you are doing now, the top is your limit. We will raise doctors here who will give order to medical practice in this country. In whatever area of medicine you are, you are, you are into. We will raise bankers. We will raise politicians. We will, we will raise engineers, lawyers, economists. That is where we are going. So I asked my granddaughter, what are you doing? And she said, Dad, I'm just finishing my master's degree and I'm putting for my PhD. I said, say that again. She said, I've just finished my, I'm finishing my master's degree and I'm putting for my PhD. I said, you are my granddaughter, really. She said, yes, but you told us to do that. She's just about 22, 23. Then yesterday when I was walking into Dickiness, uh birthday program. I met another daughter of this house. So, you know, usually when I see all of them, I hug them and, you know, greet them. So I was doing that. And when I got to her, I said, what are you doing now? And the dad was with me. The dad said, oh, she, sta she started her PhD at 23 in chemical engineering. I said, now give me a handshook. I hugged her again. I have about four or five of them within their range like that. And, you know, my grandbaby, I said that, you know, we, we kept on talking and she said to me that some people are asking that when will she get engaged? And she said that Apostle said two things you must attain. Serve God well and get to the top of your academics. Then God will fix you with a reasonable man. I say, you are truly my grandbaby. It makes my heart bubble for joy. Now, let me tell you the next phase for me in the next five years. You have put in all efforts into your careers. You are putting all efforts into the spiritual. Now, grace has worked for you by me speaking over your life for the past 31 years. And those things are manifesting in your, in your careers. For the past 10 years, I shifted to give you a push so that you can have more vision. That is, you can have more courage to step forward and dare the territories that your mates cannot dare for years to come. And it is happening among you. It is happening among you. So the next five years that I have from next year, 2022, to 27 is to take you and show you to the world, beginning from UK. So you'll be having people among you who will represent in the policy making of various aspects in the United Kingdom. That's what you will see. You will see this church lending people of various ages to our government and the government to come. The one who will be the next Prime Minister of England, I've told you from about four years ago, before Boris Johnson really came in, that is about two years before Boris came in, the Lord revealed him to me. And he was no, he didn't have a dream of being one. But he would be. So, both in this government that is, from next year, we will begin to show you forth. Do you get me now? And then, in the government that will be thereafter, you will, you will, be, you will take root. Because the story of black people in this country must change by us, not by protest, 
by head. He who holds the pen rules the nation. You rule nation by head, not by protests. If black life matter, it is what I'm able to make of you or make you into. Relevant to where the world is going. So that it is not a matter of we are praying for parliament for salvation. What about us being in parliament so that we can change? Oh, we are praying for Clifford Chance. Why can't we be in the partnership of Clifford Chance? And when the board will sit three, four members of this house. Oh, we are praying for the immigration. Why, why can't we sit in the office of decision makers of immigration? House of Lords. That is where we are going. So that people will not think Christians are mediocre. We are not. The earth is the Lord's. The fullness thereof. The world and all that dwell therein. If the Lord, earth is the Lord's, he says the heavens belongs to God, but the earth he has given to sons of men. We will prove that scripture right. Are you with me now? When they say that all black kids are crazy, they will see black kids that are not crazy. They know what they are doing. Until when we sit in the office of authority in Europe, that is the time the devil will wake up. We are praying for United Nations to be, to be saved. We have to enter into the board of United Nations and be part of them. So that in intelligence, we are not mediocre. And then we can show forth the spirit and magnificent power of God among them. And this is where this church is going. To prove the scriptures, the Lord will make you head. He will make you head. And those of you who are doing businesses, I told you, to become a conglomerate is your mind. You can start a business in the, in the garage, like a, a, a car phone warehouse, and then you become, a, a, you know, you are on stock exchange. That's the kind of business thoughts. But for that to happen, you must add values to your life. Whatever you are doing, you must do with skill. You must get to the end of it. You don't just do this and do that and do that and settle with small, little, little certification here. No, 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 no. That, that lady, I asked her, what are you doing? What are you doing in your research in your university for, on, 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 on chemical engineering? She said, she said, tablets. I said, tablets, explain. And she began to explain to me how tablets are manufactured. What can be done to reduce side effects of many tablets? That is a sensible thing. You remember God said to me that he will, give, he will give invention to people in the area of medicine? You remember I told you that? Yes, church. And you have heard also that last, last week, Alzheimer's disease has been discovered. Cure to Alzheimer's disease is on the BBC. So, over the period God spoke to me last year till now, a lot of diseases have been cured to many diseases have been invented. While they were trying to get the COVID vaccine, they invented, you know, cure to AIDS. And they invented other things to malaria fever. These are plagues that destroy Africa more than COVID. Now they invented other things. And many other things will come. And that is the reason why I'm so happy for you. Because when you also set your heart to gain understanding, then that discovery will be given to you. So I challenge every one of you today. Do you know why it's appropriate for me to tell you what I'm telling you? Because I've been teaching you on winning the battle of destiny. You must win the battle of destiny. Understand. Uh, the Lord told me that is battle of destiny. So destiny is a battle. That must be fought by anyone. Can I say something to you? 
I'm going to give you just a few low down now. We will still dive deeper because it's a deep thing. The first thing that you must know this morning is this. You had God's intention. The intention of God for you is to be the head and not the tail. That is God's intention for you. If you are born again, God intends for you to be the head and not the tail. Okay? And God intends for you from this Deuteronomy 28 verse 13, always be at the top and never at the bottom. This is the word of the living God. It is very good for Christians to understand God's mind. When you understand God's mind and understand the condition to fulfill, what happens to you? What will happen to you is this. You will come to the place whereby you are able to attain what God has ordained. Because you know the condition to attain it. So, for you and I, it's just to fall in line with the condition. And then, you will attain what God has said. If, if for me to get down from this stage, alright? Condition, simple, rigid and fixed, is that I must walk down these stairs. Yes? That is the condition. So, if I walk down these stairs, you see how comfortable it is for me? And I'm down here. Alright. But if I think I can jump from this place and underestimate the depth of this floor, what happens? When I jump, I crash. And then my bones will be dislocated. And what happens to me is that if I will at all get up, if that dislocation does not lead to permanent damage, if I will get up from that place I've crashed, the one who took time to count the steps down will have gone too far for me to come catch up with. Alright? So, condition is very, very important for achievement in life. The first thing is this. What is God's heart for those who believe in Him? He said it. The Lord will make you head. So, if you are born again in anything you do, the moment you enter into a company, the first thing you think is that who is the head most on this company? It's called CEO. Okay. What does this CEO have? And you analyze him. How many years has it taken him in practice to get there? Now, what is the journey of his life to get there? And you begin to look at when he achieved what. Okay. So, now you look at the position you are. How long did it take him to reach where you are? He may, not get, he may not start from where you are. Because the qualification he had when he joined the company may be less than what you have. And peradventure, when he joined the company, he was more qualified. However, what is the journey of his life? And then, you can now begin to look at what should I do now to attain that height? Okay, now when you are able to analyze how he got there, and you are able to now say that, yes, this is what I have now. So from this stage, I can add this to you, I can add this to you, I can add this. You, cannot do, you can now do something that he cannot do, which is, 
What took him 10 years to achieve? You can achieve it in 3 years. Listen to me. You can. Yes, you can. Because God says, the Lord will make you head in anything you are doing, no detail. Only in one condition. If you pay attention. I love that scriptures. If you pay attention. Yes. Pay attention to who? To the Lord. The book of Proverbs chapter 10 verse 5 says, He who gathers crops in the summer is a wise son. Did you see that? But he who sleeps during harvest is disgraceful son. Gather crop, crops in summer. None of you under me should ever feel frustrated. For what reason? For what reason? God is too exciting to be frustrated around him. Spirit of frustration comes when a man has a, 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 uh, uh, does not have a, a, a sense of purpose for living. Yeah? If somebody leaves, he wakes up every day, he does not have sense of purpose for living is a matter of time. His joy he manufactures will soon become a pretense and he will be frustrated. Listen to me. The Bible says to you here, if you can gather crops in the summer, you are wise. But if you sleep during harvest, is poverty. You cannot have the sense of, I cannot do it. Forget it. The Bible says you can do what? Through who? Who does what? Hey. You can do all things through Christ. Who strengthens you? He didn't say apostle can do all things. He said, you can do all things. Wow. Look at these scriptures. The book of Ecclesiastes. Chapter 10, verse 5. And verse 8. I want us to read it together. Shall we? Yes. Hey, stop. Read it the cathedral way. Read it again, that line, that verse. Uh huh. Say it again. You know what the Bible calls a fool? It doesn't say somebody academic is not a fool. 
it, it, it doesn't mean that he's not a fool. To be academic, you can say be an academic fool. You understand what I'm saying? Who is a fool by the scripture? The fool says, in his what? There is no... So if you look at the rulership of this world today, Christians are binding the devil, binding territorial spirit, binding the one that is not territorial. They are looking at you. Because fools have been put already in high places. You may bind, they won't worry you. You may lose, they don't care. What they care about is who is the one who rules over you. So, when you bind and fast and pray and all stuff like that, no, okay. They will now go to those who rule over you because they are fools. And they begin to make laws to stop your prayer. They begin to hinder your life. Who will decide what happens to you in employment law? That one will decide what happens to you in your marital law. That one who, is, uh, who will decide all laws that affect you, your practice and everything. Can you imagine somebody who is a hard-working person in the field of medicine or medical field, and someone, so, suddenly the people who have been recommending you now began to disrecommend you. And your immediate boss began to put pressure on you to the place you are by, you have an option, to, just one option. Either you resign or you are fired. If you are fired, then it will, it will affect your career. So what do you do? You resign. How many Christians do such because fools are put in high places? You know, when they make laws in Parliament, I've been in this country now for many years, and the Christians will gather together, let us go and protest. I followed them to protest because at that time I didn't understand. I didn't understand. I protested with them. We talk, even Ian Presley, bless his soul, he's with the Lord Jesus now. He came one day to protest with us. But those protests, we, I sat down one day that all the protests were protested, did not change their view. The laws are not changed. So I thought in myself, I can do something better than protest. Because it's not protest that stop law. We bind them, it seems as if they are not bound. Because they continue to make laws against us. So I decided to raise the people who will be judges. A people who can work in the solicitor's resident board. A people who can be in position of authority and decision making. Now we will not need to pray. We only need to call all our children who are in the helm of affairs and discuss the matter. And they can go back and influence policy to stop that. Then our prayers will be answered. If we don't do that, fools are put in high places. They are not fools because they are not educated. They are fools because they say in their heart there is no God. When Satan attacks their brain, they have no defense. They have no defense. Blame partition, blame partition, blame partition. What are you talking about? Get into the boat. Get into the boat. The earth is the Lord. And you are a child of God. And then, those who are ruling you, you are, you, are, you, are, you are voting for people who are fools because they do not know God. Oh, someone says that. You don't, you don't play, play politics. And I will ask you, was Jesus not a politician? He came to campaign for the kingdom called the kingdom of God. That's what he came to do on earth. 
He campaigned until he died for the cause. I was, we are reading during the week. When, when Pilate said, had that Jesus claimed to be son of God, the Bible said that he was afraid. Twice I showed you when you were afraid. The second time he asked you that, are you the son of God? He said, you thou said, he was afraid. Excuse me. Jesus campaigned for the kingdom of God. And he kept on campaigning until the kingdom of God came. And that's the reason why the kingdom of the devil, you know, from that time that the blood was shed, was cracked and crumbled. Let me help you know something. You can do something. The battle of destiny is in your hands. Your destiny. When you fulfill your destiny, you fulfill your destiny, you fulfill your destiny, then the kingdom of God is forcefully advancing. That's what God tells me. There is an evil I see under heaven. An error that emerges from sons of God. An error that emerges from born again. Those who are children of God. What is the error? What is the error? Fools are put in high positions. General Vasiya, wake up. Wake up. Use your influence to position those who are born again and filled with the Holy Ghost bishops. Wake up. Apostle, prophet, wake up. It is not, we have come to the time that we should start speaking, but we should act it. Groom men who are full of God, God and God-fearing. Women who are God-fearing, who are selfless. Let them attend those heights. Then use your mouth to speak them into being. It will happen here. I say it will happen here. I say it's happening here. Who tells you that you should be taking the crumbs that fall from the table? You are not a Syrophoenician woman. You are born of God. You are born of God. You sit in the council of heaven. The Bible says that we have been seated in Christ Jesus in the right hand of God in heavenly places. Where decisions are taken. But if you are on earth and you are not in the seat, how will your decision be effective? Someone says to me, let me tell you, there is no age you get to that can make a difference. Someone said to me, you know, at the beginning of my, my plight, when I fed up, I got fed up of protesting. Well, what can I do? It is law we protest against. So let's put our head there. And I say, say, you are too old. You are too old. You are too old. Listen to me. If you are not too old to read Bible, and you read Bible and you understand, and that is mystery. The fools, the Bible says, are intelligent intellectuals, but they do not understand mystery. Because Bible is mystery. And you understand mystery. How don't you understand? If you take a little more step in your career, you will understand it. If you decide to go to school, all of you who are doctors, go and do PhD. Medical doctors, I'm saying. Look at an area that is so present in your field. Start a PhD. Someone said, I'm going to retire. We retire in the grave. Even I have a friend who, when he was in the grave, he didn't retire. Because they were going to bury a corpse. And then these Assyrians were coming, they carried the corpse and dropped it in my friend's grave. And the bone of my friend touched the dead body. The dead body got up and ran after those who were... <laughs> Do you know, on that day, when, when these people who were burying the corpse, and they were running from the soldiers, you know, maybe they were running about 10 kilometers per hour. 
And they had another running in their back. And they looked back. And it was not the soldier. It's the one they buried. I'm sure that they will turbo charge. <laughs> Righteousness pays in all things. Listen to me. I showed you the scriptures today. You are supposed to be head and not tail. You are supposed to be on top and never drop. Somebody plot against you in my office. You leave that office, you should go to a higher office. Even they have no right to plot against you and succeed if you follow righteousness. If you follow righteousness. Let me say something to you. This scripture tells me the dilemma on earth is that Christians who believe there is God are not set in high position. And then some people began to make theories. All these people who are the head of the United Nations are Illuminati. Did you see any Illuminati anywhere? I don't know where they are. If you know where Illuminati is, tell me. I will go to their meeting to go and preach Jesus to them. Nonsense that does not, does not exist. Lazy spirits. Anybody who is successful in love, they call him Illuminati or they call him Freemason. Who told you that? It is God who makes man successful. Satan does not and he cannot. So therefore, what we want to settle here is this. And I have said to you from Deuteronomy. God wants you to succeed. He wants you to prosper. God didn't create you to take the crumbs in the society. If you are born of God, hear me, hear me. let me help you know this. We are coming back to this Ecclesiastics. Now, go to Jeremiah chapter 28 verse 9 for me. No, no, no. 29 verse 12, verse 11. Go to it. Let's see that quickly. What did he say? Read it loud, please. Yes. Uh-huh. Is that correct? Let's read within the lines. <clears throat> God said he knows his man for you. No man knows it. But he told you the definition of the plan, the context of the plan. The plan to prosper you. So it does not matter what you are doing. It doesn't matter what you are doing. What matters is who is in it. I know people who are tailors. And they made name in the world that everybody is talking about their brand. Especially these French tailors. They call them now fashion designer. Isn't it? Dorothy, Dorothy Perkins does not have two heads. Why is her name in the mouth of many? Excuse me. Don't you understand that these people... What I'm going to show you next, who are in the world, some of them <clears throat> who are in the world, that you see they are very rich. The principle that took them up is from the Bible, though they did not know the God of the Bible. Okay? Go and check them out. They don't behave like mediocres. They don't have friends who are mediocres. They don't go about wasting their time and locking themselves in things that are unfruitful towards their cause. You call that discipline. Isn't it? 
they don't pick up phone or this they are they, this your 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 your, your, your uh, WhatsApp and begin to send nonsense and pass rubbish to people. People who send you rubbish, I said block them. I told you now. Why didn't Apostle be looking at all those things? I'll be dull brain when I have assignment to submit. If I if I finish one read. To keep my brain active, I look for another course to do. Because this brain must be working until it goes to grade. I would mean now. So I say, what do you want to do with it? What I'm doing now. Part of what is helping me in in-depth teaching and exposition of the Word of God are this academic knowledge I got. Listen to me. There is no knowledge wasted. These guys who are not born again, the one who did Airbnb. Okay? She, that, those two people took over the whole company. It was started by two people. They've taken over the whole hotel in the world. The hotel in the world are begging to buy into their shares. Yes, but it came out because somebody, somebody, you know, they had a convention in their town. And people came and the hotels were full and they didn't have a place. So they gave their house, their room, one of their rooms to some people to come and stay. And the people stayed there and after staying there, they left. Then this and that came together that, look, what about if we continue to do this? We will make money. And so that's how the Airbnb started. And then, then I said, what about if we get other houses, other people involved? That's how they set it up. It's bigger than all the hotels in the world put together today. 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 They didn't think of Airbnb and then they went to think of garage of a car. What they thought, they faced it until they got it. Alright? Now, understand that they started by just giving their room to somebody. And then they thought that, look, we can now begin to do that. Then they thought that we can bring other, other people into it. Excuse me. Now, to bring other people into it, and begin to devise that you bring people you don't know. I think that would demand some skills. Which they did not have. So they started acquiring those skills. And employing services of those skills. Alright? Now, <clears throat> their little investment today is ginormous in its effects. How can a Christian be sitting in the same world and saying that, Lord, I don't have anything. Who told you you don't have anything? You have it. Do something with your head. Look at Ecclesiastes chapter 10 verse 10. What did he say? Shall we look at that, please? Quick. What did he say? Read it loud, brethren. Excuse me. Is your ass dull? You are still holding the certificate of 50 years ago. And you want to be relevant now. Eh? If you graduated 15 years ago, don't you understand? Your career has shifted in the past five years. Beyond your knowledge. Listen to me. If your certificate was 10 years ago, don't you understand? You need what is called a fresher course to be current. If it costs you money, get it. That's what the Bible says. Wisdom is good. Even if it costs you of your life, 
get knowledge. Above all things, get understanding. Get it, get it, get it, get it. Instead of wasting your assets. Skill. No matter how much prophecy is spoken over your head, if it does not mix with skill, you will remain where you are. Prophecy is not magic. It does not manufacture success. No. It only opens the door for success. But to pass through the door, you must be qualified. That's the difference between God and magic. That's why when God places you, nothing can remove you because you are qualified. When, when Joseph was taken as a slave to Egypt and his family came to Egypt, what happened? When they got to Pharaoh and Pharaoh, Pharaoh, Joseph said to Pharaoh, my family have come. Because of the intelligence quotient of, of Joseph, Pharaoh did not expect Joseph to come from a family that have no sense. He does not expect any of the family members to be jobless. He expects that this man, through who God saved our nation, our national economy, all the family are brilliant. So he said, what is your trade? That's what he asked them. When the family of Joseph came, he said, what is your trade? And when he told them that we are, we are uh, uh, um, uh, uh, husbandmen, you know, we are shepherds, he said, okay. The whole of this region, give it to them. Teach our people, because they are not shepherds here. Teach them how to shepherd. Because we have seen the hand of your God in the brain of your brother. Listen to me. What earned Joseph the intelligence is service to God. He did not count himself like the youth of the day. He separated himself from every nonsense... I've got to teach you. You know, I was sharing with mommy. Why do Christians suffer? Answer, disobedience. No, too. I will show you. You know, there are many things that Christians do. And sometimes we preach concerning it. But Christians, some Christians will just say, no, that is them. I don't care. You know what those things do? They do not remove your salvation. Okay? But they will open you to demonic oppression. And demons are so intelligent. Anybody that does not have the wisdom of God cannot beat them. So, when you do those things that you are not supposed to do, you open up your life, they will creep in. They can incubate for 10 years before they show up. When you want to move forward, they will strike you. Other Christians will be moving easily, but you will be struggling. We just came from New Cross now. When we talk about affliction, what causes affliction? It is sin. That causes affliction. For affliction to penetrate people's body, it is because they have contravened the spiritual laws. Well, you are not supposed to. I will give you the scriptures before I finish. However, I'm going to be teaching you in the month of December about the doors that Satan, the doorways for evil spirits to penetrate people. You know, these things are very, very simple. A, a woman who dressed and opened her, her laps, opened her breasts and all stuff like that, the first question you should ask yourself if you are born again, is it the Holy Spirit that told me to do that? Or what spirit? Without anybody telling you, you will know that it is your flesh ruled by Lucifer. Now, second thing is this. There is no instruction given to you that does not have a consequence. If you do the instruction, obey the instruction of God, you will earn God's consequences. 
if you obey instruction of Satan, it's not just for fun. He's worse. He's terrible. He will, you will attract. See, the issue of consequences to conduct is not by prayer or by spell. You do this, this will come. You do that, that will come. So also, if I obey the instruction that is speaking to my head, which is of the devil, whether I think it's fashion or whether I think it's to the day, a Christian is not living to please the world fashion. No, no, the Bible says set your heart on what is in heaven. So, then you will cut off yourself from the intelligence of heaven because you have given yourself to sensuality according to the scriptures. You will pray and fast and God will not do anything because God cannot break his own rule. Listen to me. Now, what will happen to you is that it's a matter of years. You can be going up, going up because of God's blessing and mercy. Suddenly Satan will cut it. Because you are holding the devil's property, they will pray for you until their mouth is bleeding. Nothing will happen. What does it profit Apostle Williams to come to this church with a short necker and tight the whole of my ties and then begin to walk like that? Who am I trying to impress? No, who am I impressed? Tell me. Or I just come next Sunday and I have a dreadlock. Somebody will begin to weep in this place. That what is happening to Apostle? Oh, God help us. Oh, you know, this, there is a sponge here that they do. They just make their head like a sponge. It's semi dreadlock. Mm-hmm. And Apostle comes and goes, hey, praise the Lord. And I'm walking like that among you. Praise the Lord. <laughs> will you answer me? You will begin to pray for Apostle. Oh, God, help, help this man. Ah, who did Apostle like this? Oh. <laughs> Same thing when I see you. I say, oh, my God, all my preaching, all my preaching, this one. Help me, oh, God. Oh. You know, I'm praying for you. Because you open the door, they will come in. They will come in. Whoever you open your door to, this one will come in. It was what we, somebody called me one time ago and said that hey, some demons are appearing in his house and asked, asked the lady, who is the, who is the one parent here? He says he's the one. I said, so do you demons parents? I said, so tell them to leave. If you tell them to leave, they don't leave. Then the article in your hand, give it to them. Let me tell you this. Whatsoever man sweats, that shall he reap. If you put your brain to understand academics, you will suffer for a little while but you will enjoy for the rest of your life. You put your mind to understand a trade or a skill, you will suffer a little while, but in a short time, you will enjoy for the rest of your life. You can have the comfort you, 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 you want. So it is obeying God. You don't have to regret unless you choose so. Skill! Okay, I think I'm getting close now. We are talking about the battle of destiny. How do you win the battle of destiny? Let me say this to you, therefore. Go back to that 29th chapter of, of, of Jeremiah. And that's where we're going to end it. 29th chapter of Jeremiah. I'll give you more scriptures, of course, after that 29. It will lead us to some scriptures. Because I know the plans I have towards you, for you. Declares the Lord. Plans to what? Prosper you. But you need skill. Let me tell you, a cleaner in the hospital, if he's faithful to God, God cannot promote him to become the surgeon. Doctors, can cleaner become surgeon in your hospital? 
You just say that surgeon and say, the favor of God is upon you. Come. I want to operate a person who just have some cyst or lump in their womb. Can you come and because you have favor of God? Take, come and these are the equipments. Oh yeah, operate. What will happen with that cleaner is that he knows about mop. That is, if you give him mop, after you mess up the hospital, he will clean it more than doctor. You now tell him, you put a, a patient in the, on, the table, on the bed, and you say to, to him to come and do it, he will look in. He doesn't know what the instruments that are, you know, around, they are. For someone to be able to come in there and begin to do the operation, he needs skill. Not even every medical doctor can do that. He needs the special skill to do that. Or you open somebody's brain and sew him back again. Or you took a child in fetus, child, operated the fetus, and put the child back, and the child lived. It's an African man who did it in America. It's a Nigerian doctor. It's never been done in medical history. A fetus that's just growing, take it out of the mother's womb. Operate that fetus and put him back. The guy is born again. You need to know that. But skill. Skill. If you are falsely accused, and all evidences point to the fact that the accusation is true, you need a skilled lawyer who can understand in between the falsehood of the, of the evidence and expose it in the court. Listen to me. This applies to whatever career you set your heart to attain. You can do it. Sleepless. Work in righteousness so that your brain can be clean. Apostles don't have any thought than God. If I go to my bed, pray, sleep, I don't have fear that, oh, I'll remember somebody did something to me. Somebody did not do something for me. Somebody did that. Hey, how can I? How? A whole me. Which I hold? A whole what? A whole what? If they abuse you, is it a strange thing? Have they not abused people before you? Have you heard that they abuse, they abuse people? That is what makes their life. And they insulted me. And so what? Because you are alive. Why did, why can't, that's why they insulted you. Can't you celebrate that? It's a dead man. They don't insult them. And you are alive. They insulted you. So insult is part of the delicacies. It doesn't smear you. Someone don't believe in you. It doesn't matter. Someone said that you not amount to anything. That is his mouth. Once we eat that mouth. What I will amount to is me who know it. Only me know it. God has said it. And if I know it, I will amount to that thing. I was speaking to a sister from Amer America. No, a sister was speaking to me from America. One of our, uh, our daughters there. I said, medical doctor. She's a medical doctor. And she said to me, look, Apostle, we have spread the program. They may be watching me now. To all our friends. There is one of the friends who was brought up in wrong doctrine. Okay? And the father told her she would not amount to anything in life. Okay? And that woman called this uh, member that, look, since you have uh, uh, introduced me to Christ with Tabernacle Link, I do not miss it. That is my church, though I'm in America. He said, all the fear I had for my father, gone. She was struggling in medicine. Now she's success in medicine. She's a medical doctor, qualified now. You see, because the fear of what the father said was haunting her. Who is the hunter? Lucifer. 
Because when they speak a negative word, a demon is assigned to it. To keep working in the mind of a man. When I speak blessing to you, an angel is assigned to the blessing. To manipulate your mind so that you can walk towards the blessing. That's what happened. When she began to hear the message on this pulpit, she said, I don't miss Sunday. I don't miss Mamioma's teaching. He said, my mind was retuned. Bold now to confront the devil. Bold to confront that father who said nonsense about her. Succeed where they said she cannot succeed. Break the barriers and looking for, God, for that ground. What you have thought, what you have thought. Who told you you can't make it? Once we eat their mouth. Someone put a curse on who? On who? You are born again. They put, you are a member of this house. They put curse on you. I want to see the person put the curse. I want to see where he lives. Which curse? Which curse? The Bible says once we eat their mouth. If, if the whole satanic kingdom put curse on you, one prophecy I spoke here, it, 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 it will swallow up every curse they have put on you. It will swallow up every curse. The one in your lips, in my lips, is mightier than the whole kingdom of hell. He created them. You don't need deliverance. You need faith. You need to believe. You need to understand. Knowledge is what you have. Who told you you can't make it? You have made it already since you are born again. You are only going to show it forth. Listen to me. Don't let the devil deceive you. You have a better future. But it's in God. Let me end up by letting you know this. Why do we struggle? Look at the book of Ephesians 10. Ephesians uh, 6, sorry. 10. 6, 10. It says, finally be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power. See this gig every day. Dump it. You are not part of them. When you used to be in the world, you do all those things. Now that you are in the Lord, you are alien. They are aliens to you. What do you say? Put on the full armor of God so that you can what? Take your stand against what? Let's read together, please. I want all of you to read. So when I talk about the devil's schemes, you'll understand it. I've been talking a little bit about that. When God, when Adam and Eve sinned, what happened? Glory departed. Yes? So what did God do? So when they sinned and glory departed, then they discovered that they were naked. Yes? And the Bible says when God came and he said they were naked, what did he do? He covered their nakedness. So, woman, you cannot open your nakedness. A Christian woman should cover her breasts, cover her laps, look beautiful. Not wear things that tight the whole of your skin and your bumps is showing. It's like punching this and it's out. Or pulling your skirt. If you know that the skirt is short, you're, you're, you're pulling it. Does he lengthen it? That is, Dr. Ajigini, you know what I'm talking about. That is psychosomatic pulling. 
and that is mental health issue. No, 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 a woman just doing this. She knows that doing this cannot increase the length because she deliberately wore something short. So, if you can tell me by science that that is not mental health, I want you to come and explain to me. No, come and explain to me. That's mental health. Because if somebody is just doing this and the nose is just moving, or somebody is just liking to do this all the time, it's mental health. It's mental health. Abby, all of you psychiatry the are so. But how can a born again filled with the spirit deliberately put herself in a position of mental health? Hallelujah. It won't happen to you. Put on full armor of God. Because devil is a schema. Devil is a schema. Yes. First Peter chapter five, verse eight. It talks about who is your enemy? This schema. Please. Be self controlled and what? And a lot. Shall we read together, please? Turn to somebody and say it. Be self controlled and a lot. Say it to me, Brother Samuel. <laughs> say it to me. Say it to somebody. Be self-controlled and alert. Your enemy, the devil. Prowls around looking for someone to... He will not get you. That will not get you. The devil is not a lion. He prowls around like... But you have a God called the Lion of the tribe of Judah. Let us give God a chance. I don't want any one of you to struggle financially. You can start at any age. Apostle did it. You can do it. You can do it. Assuming that I don't have certificate at all. All right? And I decided that at this age, I want to have certificate. There was a man in his 90s. He went to Cambridge. They showed us on television. He graduated in Cambridge in his 90s. He said, I wanted to wear gown all my life. He went to A-levels. In his 80s, he started reading. And he graduated in his 90s. It was 92 at the time it was shown on television. See, if people can do that, you can do better. You can do better. I don't want any one of you to look down on yourself. When you see those who are achievers among you, don't envy them. Celebrate them. And let them be a challenge to you. That it didn't come by sleeping. All of us will be successful. You didn't hear what I just said. All of us will be successful. This is the will of God in Christ. And I leave you with First Corinthians, First Chronicles chapter 28, verse 9. I will explain that to you later. 28, verse 9. You, you know, many of you will know these scriptures. This is the legacy given by David to Solomon. The battle of destiny must be won. 
I say, the battle of your destiny must be won. Somebody in Nigeria was selling akara, bean cake. She borrowed 3,000 naira. How much is 3,000 naira in pounds? It's not up to one pound. One pound is what now? 700. So, uh, 3,000 naira will be less than five pounds. Yes? Okay. The woman borrowed five pounds to start to do bean cake. I, this is not a story. I know that woman because I also bought her bean cake. And she started doing bean cake. And then people were coming. But she did her bean cake different to others. And what she put, the spices she put, people started demanding. After a while, people with their big Mercedes Benzes, they were queue waiting for her bean cake. The woman built house by it. And we have people who are chief executive who didn't buy land. Unless the Lord bless, watch over the city, or bless the work, the labor, labor in vain. The laborers. I can give you a good number of examples. That scripture says, shall we together? And you, my son Solomon... Aha. Tell somebody that part, that last part will not be your portion. You will find him. I say you have found him. You have found him. But you know something? Together we are saved. Together we will be successful. There is no power of hell. No schemes of man or no plot of the evil one will hinder you and I from being successful. The earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof, the world and all that dwell therein. If this earth is created by our God, we will rule in this place. I say we will rule in this place. Stand upon your feet. You will rule in this place. I say that you will rule it. It's your time to excel, to mount on the wing like eagle. It is your time. Receive the unction in the name of the Lord of hosts. It says that they that wait upon the Lord will renew their strength. They will mount on wings like eagles. Receive it in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. They will run and not be weary. You will run, you will not be weary. They will walk, they will not faint. You will walk and you will not faint. The mouth of the Lord has spoken it. He said whatever they lay their hands on will prosper. You will prosper in everything you lay your hands on. Yeah, he said the Lord will stretch out his hand. He will arrest his foe. Every foe that the devil has set against you, the hand of God will arrest them. He said that their evil plots or their schemes of evil shall not come to pass. Every scheme of Satan, every plot of evil against you, they will not come to pass in the name of Jesus Christ. You are a sign and a wonder in this age. Believe in God. You'll be established, believe in his prophet, you'll prosper. So I say as a prophet of God over your life, one of my friends who is a prophet, a woman went to him and said, my husband, the prophet is dead, and he left debts. And then he said, okay, what do you have? And the woman said, I have nothing. The prophet said, you have something. The prophet said, you have something. Because God will never leave a man without something. He said, oh yeah, what I have is insignificant, it's small. He said, that's all I need. 
What is it? A little verse of four. Yes, okay, now let me show you the power of God. He said, go home and borrow barrels, not but a few. May the Lord expand your reasoning. May the Lord expand your reasoning. May the Lord expand your understanding. Borrow barrels, not a few. And then he said to the woman, shut the door. Come May the Lord allow you and permit to shut the door against the devil. You will shut the door against the world. The worldly pleasure, you shut the door against them. Nothing in the world will excite you any longer. And then he said, Paul, to take a little vase of oil and pour to empty barrel, it takes high level of faith. Receive it in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. The faith to pour that unction on you. And it will feed nations. It will feed cities. It will feed people. Receive it in the name of Jesus Christ. That little thing you have in your hand, I declare it shall feed nations. I say it shall feed nations. I say it shall feed nations. You will lend to nations and borrow from none. Between now and this time next year, my word will come to pass over your life. I say my word will come to pass over your life. The God who, by the marching of lepers, puts the Assyrian army to, to flight. He will put to flight every power of Satan, every demon of hell that have been sent against your will and against your destiny in the name of Jesus. As you are entering the new year, you march into victory. You march into ex- abundance. You march into prosperity. The power of this age will not be able to hinder you anymore. Any good thing that God puts in your head to do, you will succeed in it. God will empower you to execute them. You will not be thinkers of good ideas anymore, but you will be implementers of good ideas. So shall it be unto you. And so it is. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. In Jesus' anointed name we are praying. Put your hands together for the King of Heaven. Let me tell you, it is done. Your battle to destiny you will win. The powers of this age will not hinder you. Believe what God has said. Let us cooperate with heaven. As we serve God with all our hearts. And we are faithful in our service. Second thing. Serve one another with all your heart. And be faithful in serving others. Because the way up is the way down. Jesus humbled himself. Um, to the death of the cross. And so God exalted him. Serve God. Serve man. Humble yourself. You know, whatever we are, there are people better than us. Alright? So if you want to get to that height that is better than them, then we have to humble ourselves. Husbands, serve your wives. Wives, serve your husband. Next Sunday, I'll be talking to you about that. I will get there now. Serve God. Serve one another. And the third thing is this. Commit yourself to obedience. Whatever it costs you. <laughs> whatever it costs you. CFT members. Look at Apostle Williams. You can see him. At least we say you cannot see God. God sent me to your midst. Follow me as I follow Christ. The path that I follow on earth. Satan have no authority. That's the part I want to follow. And I'm always happy. That does not mean you will not have some troubles. But you remember every trouble that you have, God permitted it. For we know that in all things, God is what? Working. (laughs) 
If we don't have trouble, how can he train our hands for war? It is by trouble he trains our hands for our fingers. Battle. What is victory when there is no battle? There is no victory. So don't, don't understand this. Everything Satan threw at Jesus Christ, beginning from his brothers rejecting him at the beginning, beginning from his father even rejecting him in his, in his conception, Joseph rejected him because of the situation. That, how can you say that you are a virgin and you are having a child? God will have given a virgin that is not betrothed to a man, not married to a man for a child. But you are married, this is just in front. So it's about rejection. But let me say this to you. From manger to glory, all the, everything that happened to him, the Bible says, this happened to him that the scriptures may be fulfilled. This happened to him that the scriptures may be fulfilled. Every challenges you meet will fulfill the scriptures. We are afraid we will get there. The one who has brought us thus far, it will take us there to destiny. May the Lord bless and strengthen you. Put your hands together for the King of Heaven. Let's welcome Pastor Ben, please. Wow, wow, wow. Come on, let's put our hands together. Let's put our hands together. Thank you, Jesus. I'm sure you have been blessed. I heard God so clear. Now you wonder, in a minute, I want you to speak from your heart over our Father in the Lord. I've been around for long. I gave my life to Christ for long as a young person. But some of the words that come from Apostle A.T.B. Williams, it's, I don't know how to put it, it's like heaven release oracles. But it takes the spirit to hear what it's being said. Around the globe, hardly would you have men like him speak the mind of God. Those of you that have, I was in the SU, I've been around for long. But he's so unique. Speak the mind of God. We want to pray that God continually secure your word in his mouth. When he speaks, like, like he said, when you sit in this house, fear will leave you. As you constantly listen to him, there is something that comes out of him as he's speaking that deals with powers that confront us. Speak over him, the daddy, preserve him. And knowing him, Bible said that from Dan to Bathsheba, Prophet Samuel was known as man ordained by God because God did not allow the word of his mouth to fall to the ground. Father, all over the world, make our father in the Lord as the ordained prophet. An apostle of our nation, lift up your voice. A minute, speak, speak. For under this cooperative grace, that we speak over your servant in the name of Jesus. We know, oh God, this is an ordained apostle, this is an ordained prophet of our generation to guide us into the ways of God. We ask that the oracles of God, the word of the Lord, will continuously, oh God, we are eyewitness of your word that comes through his lips, oh God. Secure him. Let the oil of the Lord be over his be over his lips, O oh God. Let his garment be always pure, just as he has taught us. 
Preserve him, O God. Let the strength of an eagle continuously guard him, O God. In the days ahead, O God, as the voice to the nations, we pray over your servant. Nihita ikalu wasuta. That he preserve him and his household, O God. Just as he is showing us the secret of the kingdom, show him favor and his household. We bless you. We thank you for this great vessel in the name of Jesus. Amen. And those of you who did not give and pray for him on his birthday, go and repent and bless him. I told my wife on his birthday, we sat to 12 midnight. Just wanted to take wings of the 12 midnight mystery hour to pray for him. And the day before that, my wife had a dream. And in the dream, he said, Apostle came to meet us and was blessing us. Now I'm saying this to say that there is the spiritual connection with those that connect to the spiritual father. If you don't see it that way, you may sit close to the, the, the presence, the ark of God, and still miss it. The birthday was a gateway to blessing. Do you believe that? Alright, turn with me to the book of Luke chapter 11, 27 and 28. Daddy, thank you. God bless you. Luke chapter eleven twenty seven and 28. As Jesus was saying these things, a woman in the crowd called out, Blessed is the mother who gave birth to you and nursed you. Now, listen to what Jesus said. Jesus replied, Blessed Rather are those who hear the word of the Lord and obey it. Now this was when Jesus was talking about demonology. Or simple put, he was explaining how demons operate. And a woman sat in the congregation just as our father was speaking. And said that this teaching is so profound. Blessed is the woman who gave birth to you and nursed you. And Jesus took the opportunity to say that, hey, it's good to say that I've done well. But those who truly are blessed are those who hear the word and put it into practice. We are about to give offering. Offering is a time of worshiping God. It's not a season to collect something. Because worship, offerings or collection or what we do in the house is a form of worship to our God. It is not some activity on the Items in the program of the church. It's the time to express our love to our God. Just as we have been taught. So the accounts, uh, the details of our accounts will be put on the screen. If you are watching us on the online, those of you at home, in the house, hear this. Jesus said, it is not in the volume of the revelations that have come. It is important. It is extremely important when you hear, you put it into practice. And we've heard the word this morning. I want you to wrap what you go, whether it is your tight, it is your, some of you have made pledge. Like I said to you, we said on our father's birthday, we said, I said to my wife, she says, I'm tired. I said, no, let's wait. 12 midnight, praying for him, praying for him, praying for his household. Because this man has been a great blessing. To us. So you are going to sow a seed. You are going to give to God. It's a, Jesus said. 
Blessed are those who hear the word and put it into practice. Please be upstanding. Shall we be on our feet? Take your seat. It is not just a matter of just putting something in the offering bowl. It is about honoring God with your substance. And see what... Did you hear the key scripture our father used? Deuteronomy 28, verse number 12 and 13. He said, I will always make you be on top. Never be at the bottom. But you must pay attention to the word. Did you hear that? Okay, let's pray. Father, you have spoken so clear. You are not a God who keeps us in the dark. And so you speak with clarity of your intentions and your purposes. So that it will be a witness not unto you, because you know all things, but to us. This morning you have spoken, giving us every convincing proof that it is your desire for us to be on top. In all matters of life, in all our careers and our callings and everything committed to our hands. But you said to us, if we hear and we will put it into practice and be obedient, then we will receive the blessing thereof. Thank you that you said we should not come to your house empty-handed. We should worship you with our substance and everything we have. That this is a time that we show forth our love for that which you've given to us. Not in response for anything we want from you, but just to say thank you, Papa. For even Jesus you gave to us is enough. If you have not added anything, it's enough. And so we are here to say receive this, our sacrifice, for blessing us. And in the course of it, you say you bless those that give and those that honor. That as many others have believed in you for miracle one way or the other, you have spoken. Blessed are those who hear and obey. Let your word be activated in the name of Jesus. Thank you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. You love me too much, oh. 
Thank you, O God. It's amazing. Yes, Lord. Thank you, sweet Holy Spirit. We give it all to you. Thank you for giving us the precious gift of heaven. 
we honor you. And that this is the holy offering brought by your holy people. Let your holy fire come from heaven and consume this holy sacrifice. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Shall we please take our seats? Praise the Lord. Thank you, sir. Uh, Just a few quick announcements on this great day that the Lord has spoken to us. Real download from heaven again. First, I'd like to welcome anyone who's visiting with us for the first time. So, if this is the first time you're joining with us in Christ Faith Tabernacle, we would like to welcome you and we'd like you to identify yourself, please. By raising up your hand, you are most welcome. You are most welcome. Would you like to rise to your feet and I'd like to... You are welcome. You are welcome. You are welcome. Right there. You're welcome to Christ Faith Tabernacle. I see all the brothers and I see the sister. And I'm sure that this week many of the sisters are going to go out and invite more sisters into this house. I'm sure you have been mightily blessed by the message that you received today. And as you have heard it, it will transform your life and your life will not remain the same in Jesus' name. I'd like to welcome all of those joining us online also, whether you're joining us on Zoom or YouTube today, you are most welcome and the Lord bless you. For those of you who joined us in the auditorium, on your way out, the ushers have a pack ready for you, sanitized pack. Please pick one up on your way and it will provide you with information about Christ Faith Tabernacle. You are welcome to join us every Sunday. Our services here at 10 a.m. and you'll hear a few more announcements about the rest of our meetings. I'd like to remind us that tonight we have our uh, home group and communion service and it starts at 7 p.m. You can join this service on YouTube, on Zoom or on free conference call. And just while I say that, I would like to remind us that our daily prayer continues 7 p.m. every day, Monday through Sunday except Fridays when it is at 11 p.m. online. However, this Friday is Overcomers Night Vigil. And the Overcomers Night Vigil will hold here in the cathedral at 8 p.m. Overcomers Night Vigil is a day that God also instructed our Father to hold in this house. Because he instructed him that at the beginning of the month we should bring all our requests before him. And so we have the victory nights, all things are possible. With God, all things are possible. And at the end of the month, we come back to come and give glory and praise to him. We share our testimonies about what he has done in the course of the month. And so when you're coming on Friday, 
If you don't, if you have not yet received your own testimony, your testimony will be amongst those that will be shared this Friday here in Jesus' name. If you have a testimony that you want to share, be sure to prepare and you will have an opportunity to provide that to Pastor Tayo and the church office ahead so that we can manage the number of those who can come up to share. And I know many of you have been sharing with uh, our mom and dad through the course of the month. But the more you share, the more others are encouraged. Um, and the Lord will bless you as you prepare to share on Friday. Amen. I heard that amen. Your own is amongst. In Jesus' name. Amen. He defeated them. It is that word of the testimony. In terms of the daily prayers, I just want to remind us that if you join the service online and you're usually on YouTube, if YouTube is not on, make sure you join on FCC. So we have more than one channel so that if one is not functional, for whatever reason, most times they're on, just switch to free conference call. If you don't have the app, download the app today. So for those of you who couldn't switch yesterday, you need to download the app, have it to hand, and choose. Uh, you can choose wherever you uh, join us for the meetings. Just a final few dates that I'd like you to save if you haven't done so already. On Sunday the 19th of December is our Workers Awards Night Appreciation Dinner and Christmas Dinner. If you're a worker in this house, you're required to join. And if your spouse is not a worker, they are welcome to join this year. That's some new uh, privilege that our Father has afforded all of us. So remember, 19th of December is the workers' dinner. It's compulsory for all workers. Please contact your head of department in terms of the arrangements, and they are coordinating the different teams. And once we have information from them, you will receive your invitation and further details about this. And this year, we're going to Wembley. Uh, so please plan. But we also have a coach or coaches available uh, if you need to uh, take advantage of transport that we provide. I'd like to remind us also that on the 24th of December, which is Friday, we have our Christmas carol service. Um, did they put up the carol service when I was talking about Christmas dinner? <laughs> okay. Thank you, sir. So our Christmas carol service we hold here at the cathedral on Friday the 24th of December. And it starts at 7 p.m., I believe. 7 p.m., Christmas carol service. Please invite your friends. This is a service that's also available for every part of this community. So as we go out for our evangelism, we're also promoting the fact that there is going to be a Christmas carol service here. And I'm confident that those who God has marked for salvation, who have not known him, will also stream into this place on that day. And they will come to the knowledge of the Most High God. Amen. And you will be part of those. You will be a tool in the hands of God for accomplishing that. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 I will be also. Uh, just um, uh, the final two. I'd like to remind us that our 32nd year anniversary starts on the 28th of February, 2022. And it runs till the 6th of March. The reason I'm announcing this at this time is so that we can make our plans to be here throughout that week. The anniversary daytime sessions are compulsory for all CFT 
is it leaders all pastors definitely i'm sure elders and dickens and dickinesses also but i'm sure you do not want to miss out so you would want to be here we're having daytime sessions between 10 a.m and 2 p.m and then we'll have our evening sessions which are empowerment sessions uh, every night throughout the anniversary and you don't want to miss it and the lord bless you as you prepare to be part of this I'm conscious of our time, so next week we will take a few more of the announcements for Israel and the Birmingham PVM retreats. You can look forward to hearing those. I'd just like to invite our dad to uh, take the rest of Amen. Well, can I just say, let's put our hands together for Pastor Fumi. <laughs> wow, I'm excited for what God will do with you next year. Very excited. I want all of you to keep seeking God because God has started showing things that He will do in more details next year. Well, we have a very great honor and privilege to celebrate with our beloved daughter, sister, Dickiness. You know, You know something about Dickiness Hadashanla? She entered this church at the age of 19. So I saw her grow up. Yesterday I spoke a little bit about her. Her faithfulness, her tenacity, her obedience to the instruction of heaven. And I've seen God fulfill what he promised over her life for about 31 years or 30 years. 31 years really. She's now 50. And I've seen her married. I conducted the wedding. I've seen her have children. And I've seen her children now giving birth to children. And I've seen all the children successful. I have testimonies of so with a good number of you. And today is a day to celebrate her. It's her golden jubilee. Gold in Jubilee. So, you know, when they will sing for her, the whole family will came with her. Just come forward. Because she's the only one having the ground today. And I want some of you leaders to stand by the family as they sing. Did you have any favorite you want them to sing for you? I saw you singing anthem yesterday for the first time. I didn't know that you can be a chorister. At 50, she joined the choir. She used to be an usher all her life. But yesterday she sang an anthem and I was listening to her voice. I said, oh my God. So this grace has been hiding for 50 years. Your grace will fish you out. Shall we rise up together and celebrate with her? Dickiness of that life. I will exalt you, Lord. Jehovah has lifted me. Above my enemies, your banner, your banner over me. I will exalt you, Lord. I will exalt you, Lord. Jehovah, Jehovah has lifted me.
Dikinis. Adashonla. The Bible says count of seven years, seven Sabbath of years, seven times seven years, so that the seven Sabbath of years amount to the period of 49 years. Then have the trumpet sounded everywhere in your tent. On the tenth day of the seventh month, on the day of atonement, sound the trumpet throughout the land, consecrate the fiftieth year, and proclaim liberty. Pastor Bennett. Lord, like a tender shoot, he was planted. Grew, Lord, like a vine. And then became an oak tree. We bless your name for the drizzles of heaven and refreshing that came from you. That refreshed this seed. And watered this seed. Lord, this season. We thank you because heaven cannot be dry of refreshing. And so I anoint you. In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. I consecrate you on this your 50th year. According to the command of heaven. In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Heaven will never be shut against you. You will ever have open heaven over you. As God has distinct you among many, when I left your meeting yesterday, the Holy Spirit spoke to me that you should write a book and gave me the topic of the book. And I will give that topic to you and I will work with you for that book to be written and be published. Your days have just begun. The spirit of wisdom, knowledge, and understanding that comes from God only through His Son, Jesus Christ, to those who believe in Him, for this golden age of 50, receive in the name of Jesus. I speak to your body, to your organs, to your bones, joints, and marrows. Be made whole in the name of Jesus. I call life from the bosom of the Father. Longevity with sound health. Receive in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. At this your old age, you will dream dreams. At this your old age, you will see visions. The Lord will anoint your lip with prophetic spirits. As you have served God faithfully over the years, and God has been faithful to you, in this time, the Lord God will show you forth. Authority, sharp and new. Receive in the name of Jesus Christ. The Bible says God will not allow the word of Samuel to fall to the ground. I say your word will not fall to the ground. Whatever you bind shall be bound. Whatever you lose shall be loose. Receive the mind of prophetic in the name of Jesus. Receive understanding of mysteries. 
in the name of Jesus. Receive ability to decode mysteries in the name of Jesus Christ. The songwriter says, All I have needed, thy hand has provided. That beyond that which you need, into the areas of what people will need from you, receive abundantly. You will be distributor of wealth. You will be distributor of wisdom. You will be distributor of knowledge and envy of the nations. Thank you for the new glory that rests upon your daughter. I pray for for her seed. From the oldest one to the youngest one, I carried you when you were born in my hands. I saw you when you were conceived, celebrated you. You have been under the unction of my voice all your life. You will never depart from God. The covenant God made with your father will be fulfilled in your lives. The children of the righteous shall be established. You are established. You will flourish. In the courtyard of God, you will flourish. To your old day, you will bear fruit. Because of the service of your father and your mother in God, your new season has begun. Anywhere you go, you will find favor. Favor will haunt you. They will chase after you. It will overtake you. It will surround you. The Lord will guard your heart and mind. And it will make you villains. You will never lose any battle. Every good thing that God will bring to your imagination, provision will come for you to fulfill them. You will not have a situation of it is impossible to do good things. So shall it be unto you. And the Lord will grant your mother long life to see the children of all of you. We will celebrate this together before my departure. Mercy is yours. Honor is yours. Glory is yours. And blessing be yours forever. This is the holy offering that is brought by your holy people. Let your holy fire come down from heaven and consume this holy sacrifice. In Jesus' anointed name we are praying. You know, I feel like singing for you. It's not dancing song, what is praise song. Great is thy faithfulness, O Lord my Father. There is no shadow of turning with thee. Thou changest not. Thy compassions they fail not as thou hast been the forever with me. Great is thy faithfulness. Great is thy faithfulness. Morning by morning live. 
and thank God for this service. Lord, we exalt and magnify your name. Thank God for answering you. Thank God for visiting you. And the deposit you have received as you go, we begin to manifest. You are a new person that you came into this auditorium. Grace of heaven and light upon you. The zeal of God will accomplish it. Thank God for the testimonies you will have between now and Friday. It will be your turn. Lord, we magnify your name. In Jesus' anointed name we are prayed. Before I speak blessings over you, can I just say that both to you and those who watch me on the internet, the media section of this church has a vacancy for somebody who has a commitment to work for God and serve Him in the field of multimedia. So if you are a multimedia person, you must be able to use Adobe Premiere for post-editing. Your job will begin from post-editing to publications. There is room for training also if you are qualified in the area, but you must have, at least you must be able to use Adobe Premiere advanced level, Photoshop advanced level, but Adobe um, Illustrator and After Effects, if you can do intermediate level of that, then you'll be, that would be a good job for you if you are seeking for a job in the field of multimedia and for progression. And if that is you, just send us texts on our normal telephone line. Can you put our telephone information in, in this, on the screen? Or an email to admin. And so, please, if you know you are qualified in that area, with just those basic qualifications, the rest of it is just um, around training and also discussion. It's very handsome salary for it as well. Competitive to what you will be paid outside. So, you'll be very welcome. Stretch your hands before the Lord. May the Lord answer you when you are in distress. May the name of the God of Jacob protect you. May God send you help this week from his sanctuary and grant you support from Zion. May he remember all your sacrifices and accept burnt offerings, all your burnt offerings. May the Lord give you all the desires of your heart and make all your plans succeed. We will all shout for joy when we are victorious and we lift up the banner in the name of our God. May the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, the God of Jacob. May he open a book of remembrance concerning you this week and for the rest of this month and bring to fulfillment all your requests from January. May the God of Bethel, who appeared unto Abraham and to Jacob at Bethel, may he change your dreams and turn your dreams into revelations. May he reveal himself to you as he did unto Moses, unto Solomon, unto myself, Apostle Williams. May the Lord take you a journey to heaven. That the testimony you have heard from my mouth will be your testimony. And you can say the Lord appeared unto me also. All in this week I ask for. In Jesus' anointed name we pray. Shall we lift up our hands to heaven and read the grace together in Hebrew 13, 20 and 21. Now. May the God of peace that brought again from the dead, our Lord Jesus, that great shepherd of the sheep, 
through the blood of the everlasting covenant, make us perfect in every good work to do His will, working in us that which is well pleasing in His sight, through Jesus Christ, to whom be the glory forever and ever. Now, 2 Corinthians 13, 14, say to someone around you, May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, the fellowship of the Holy Spirit, be with you now. Surely, goodness and mercy shall follow you all the days of your lives, and you shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever and ever. Remember my word, God's plan for you will overthrow every manifestation. You will succeed in anything that you lay your hands upon. So it shall be for you. There shall be shouts of blessing, it will fall in your house.
unto you according to your confession. Please be seated and the ushers will lead you out row by row.